You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And hello, folks. Hello, folks. We're here. We are here. You are tuned into America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show, and I am Victor Armanderes. We've got a lot to get to today, folks. Look, I, I, I am going to get in, and I'm going to try to hold my emotions in check because I'm going to get into the Afghanistan. Look, uh, I will just say this and say it simply, and and there. There is no denying this, and you can't argue this point. You can try, and if you want, you're more than welcome to. Um, you can uh, get online now and inter- interface with me. Interface? I don't know if that's right. Um, you can interact with me uh, at uh, at uh, the Facebook page, America's Web Radio, and you can fire off some questions and comments to me if you want. But this mess that is Afghanistan is Biden's fault. Biden owns this. Now, if you pay attention to the title of my shows, I, I put on there's plenty of blame to go around because when we look at the overall the last 20 years, oh, yes, there's plenty of blame to go around for the Washington establishment. And that's some D's and that's some R's. Plenty of blame. But what's going on right now, the immediate after effects of, of just making a boneheaded decision to pull out the military before you pull out civilians and, and you, the, the fall, the, I mean, Afghanistan fell in about a week or less to a 30,000 man terrorist group. Uh, folks, this is Biden's, all of this he can wear on a sleeve. He can, he can, he's, he's going to own it. And who knows? I'm going to get into a little discussion later. Maybe this is part of the Democrats' plan. Maybe this is this is a way they're going to get rid of Biden and try to pull in Kamala because I've told you folks before, uh, Guatemala Harris, they want her to be the incumbent going into 2024 because she's not going to earn it on her own. And if you think Biden is going to run for a reelection, well, my goodness, people, you need to start paying attention. Um, but what is going on in Afghanistan right now? Uh, is is uh, this is this is Biden's fiasco for all of you people for four years who said Donald Trump doesn't listen to the military Donald Trump doesn't listen to his generals Donald Trump doesn't talk to his allies well get this and understand it Joe Biden he didn't listen to his generals every general told him now there are some generals I've got a problem with because they're so woke today and playing politics but the generals had enough sense to tell President Biden, hey, you don't need to be doing this right now. You need to hold on a little bit. We're not telling you to get out. We're not telling you to withdraw troops. We're just telling you you need to wait a few months. And Joe Biden said, no, I got this. We're going to do it now because Joe Biden wanted to have some kind of sim- symbolic gesture as 9-11 approaches. Well, the, the gesture that Joe Biden is going to get now is he's forever going to be known as the president that handed a country over to the terrorist right around the time we were about to ad- acknowledge 9-11 or, or you know, we're, we were going to have um, the the eyes of the world, I should say, or whatever you want to look, we observe 9-11. And as we're about to get to that anniversary, Biden will forever now be known as the president who handed a country over to a terrorist group. Uh, so now what's going to rise from the ashes of Afghanistan? Is it going to be a more powerful Taliban? Is it going to be a new ISIS? Is it going to be uh, a new resurgence of al-Qaeda? Are they all going to get together and just become one huge terrorist organization? Folks, the last time something like this happened was under Obama and ISIS was born. 
And if you remember, Obama called ISIS the JV team. They're nothing, nothing to see here. And look what they did. And now here we are in the same spot where we just handed a country over to a terrorist group. And that is on Joe Biden. That is not on Donald Trump. And don't give me this business. Donald Trump started this and blah, blah, blah. It was his plan. Yes, Donald Trump wanted to get out. And he had good reasons to want to get out. But Donald Trump's plan, if you go back and you listen to Donald Trump and you go back and you listen to, uh, oh, Larry, who was the Secretary of Defense under uh, Pompeo? Uh, Pompeo, you go back and listen to Pompeo. Let me tell you what Donald Trump's plan was. Yes, he wanted to get the majority of the troops out and bring them home. And he was go- and he was probably going to do that if he had been reelected. But he wasn't going to do it carelessly and not uh, without a strategy. Donald Trump's strategy was you get the civilians out, you get the people who helped us out, and then you start drawing down the military. And Donald Trump also looked at the Taliban and he told, you know, the Taliban sent a Senate guy to the White House. You know, the media lost their freaking minds. But they had a spokesman that Donald Trump was talking to. And Donald Trump told this man, if you so much as harm one American, if you even threaten one American, we will come down on you with the force of the United States military of which no one on this planet has ever seen. That's what he told the Taliban. And you know what? They believed him. Because the one thing the idiots who run the Taliban and any terrorist leader, the one thing they understand is death. They will send off anybody, including children and women, to their deaths. But these leaders will never send themselves into any area where they risk death. But they believed Donald Trump because Donald Trump, not too long before that negotiation or those talks, he took out Soleimani. No one in Iran and and in the world believed Donald Trump was going to take out Soleimani. They didn't think the U.S. had it in them. But Donald Trump saw an opportunity, and he instructed the military, you get a chance to take out Soleimani, you take him out, and we did. And that was a message to all terrorists. Don't think we can't find you. In fact, Donald Trump told the Taliban liaison, whoever it was, told him, we have boots on the ground. We are everywhere. We will find you, we will snuff you out, and we will kill you. And and that is the fear that Donald Trump had. That is the stability that Donald Trump was creating around the world because, ladies and gentlemen, any despot, any terrorist, uh, any dictator, any communist should fear the wrath of the United States military. They should feel the wrath of the military that is backed by freedom and liberty. The spirit that lives within us Americans and what develops and and the people that fight in uniform for us, they should be feared. In fact, they usually are feared. The only time that they're not feared is when some bozo gets elected like Joe Biden. And this is what we're seeing right now. When you had Donald Trump, this would have never happened. The Taliban would not have dared to have done what they've done in the past few days. Because they know the wrath that would have come from the U.S. military because Donald Trump wouldn't have put up with it. Donald Trump wouldn't allow for the slaughter of innocent civilians. Uh, folks, the Taliban are so bad. You have Afghani men and women who were clinging to the airplane. Look, we landed a uh, – um, I can't remember. Larry C-130. made a C-130. We landed that in Afghanistan, the Kabul airport. And we're picking up, of course, Americans from the embassy. And you had t- 
tons of Talib Afghan men and maybe women too who cling to the wheel, wheel well of the airplane. And as this plane took off, they didn't let go. And that plane, as it got into the air and, the, and they closed the, the landing gear up, these people's, some of them's hands were cut off. Some of them couldn't hang on and they fell to their death. There are people in Afghanistan who would rather cling on to an airplane knowing they are going to fall to their death. They would rather fall to their death than to be killed by the Taliban. These people that are the Taliban are cruel and evil and they're already taking young women, young girls and forcing them to marry these fighters. They're hunting down families and killing them. If they think that that family was related to someone who helped the United States military, if they think somebody translated English to Arabic or Arabic to English, they're going out and finding them and killing them. And they're finding their family and they're killing them. They are slaughtering innocent people. And this is on Joe Biden. How many of you out there for the four years kept saying that Donald Trump is killing people, that blood is on Trump's hands, and blah, 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 blah. But now where are you? Where is the media? Because this is on Joe Biden's hands. I mean, folks, I, I told, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. And, and look, I, I, I'm not, I told you I'd keep my emotions in check, folks. Uh, I, I'm not angry. I'm just right. But you've got to be able to step back and look at this. You cannot look at what's going on and these innocent people getting slaughtered, innocent people falling from the airplanes as we leave. You can't look at that and think, okay, this is the debacle. This is a mess. And you cannot blame Donald Trump. Donald Trump's exit plan was actual was an actual strategy. You could agree with it or not on whether we should be in Afghanistan or whether we should leave Afghanistan. That's a debate that's, that's well worth having. I have my own conflictions on that. Um, but you cannot look at what's going on right now and give Biden a pass. There is no way. If you do, then you're a complete sycophant. Because all the things you accused Trump of doing, Biden just did and been doing. And uh, if you can't have a heart for the innocent people that are dying in Afghanistan at the hands of terrorists because you want to support the letter D, then you've got problems. And you better do some some inside searching, folks. So, um, But I'm going to get into this. So I, we'll talk a little bit more about that with my guest, Larry, who if you're watching live, you're, you've, you're probably looking at who is that uh, awesome guy wearing an awesome shirt <laughs> sitting next to me. That's an appropriate shirt to wear. That is a very appropriate shirt to wear, Larry. But, uh, but ladies and gentlemen, Navy veteran and political guru, Larry Gauze is with me today, and we're going to talk about – we're going to get more into Afghanistan. But before I do that, I just want to mention I've got a couple of things to say to Arnold Schwarzenegger. This – look, I, I like Arnold Schwarzenegger's movies. I like him as an actor, and I will continue to see his movies. But this bozo needs to stick to acting. I mean, I, I, he can barely do that, and he needs to shut up about politics. This guy was a horrible governor, pulled the wool over people's eyes when he ran as a Republican, as a conservative. All he was was a rhino Republican and an establishment guy. And he's out there now. This guy, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who knows what it's like to be oppressed. He knows what it's like to be under under a regime that doesn't allow freedom and liberty. Because this man is from Austria. This man knows the history of Austria. I've heard him talk about the history of Austria, so I know he knows. But for him to come out... 
because he wants to save his Hollywood butt or he doesn't want to go against the Hollywood grain, for him to come out and tell you and me, you and me who pay to go see his movies, for him to come out and say, screw our freedoms, screw your freedoms, no, no, Arnold, screw you, buddy, screw you, buddy, you go back to Austria, go take, go see if you can make movies there, because we don't want to hear you telling us to screw our freedom. You've come here and made millions. You didn't make millions in Austria. You made millions here in this country because of our freedom, because of our liberty. So when somebody like you tells me to screw my freedom, no, 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 sir. <laughs> screw you. That's my message to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, and I'll bet you Larry has a few things to say about that, too. <laughs> well, what, is he, what does he say? Like, he basically came on and said, if you don't wear the mask, if you don't, uh, if you don't listen and obey your government, if you question the government, if you don't get vaccinated, he said, screw your freedom. The, the, there are a lot of studies until now I got political that the masks don't work. And I remember a person telling me that was just – who was – in the know, everything else is like, was just so upset that people back in February of 2020, you know, wearing these masks. And she's like, oh, my God, would they quit wearing masks. They don't do anything and everything else. And she was with, I won't say anymore what organizations with, but now she just shrugs her shoulders because it's a political fireball. Can't address that. And so then I watched a YouTube video on a guy with a doctor showing the ineffectiveness of masks. And that, he, you know, he just blew his uh, breath. Through the through a, a, on a, on a um, right. glasses, and they fogged up because your water molecules are, I think are sixty or sixty three microns. Right, the, mat, the pores in a mask are eighty microns. So your water, your vapor goes through the mask, goes right through it. The microns for well, COVID are point one microns. Exactly. Well, hang so, on to that thought, there, because we got to go to a break, folks. We will be right back, and we're going to get into some things and uh, about Afghanistan and more on masks when we get back. Hi, this is Rocky Blair former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, folks. Uh, so let's, you know, I, gosh, I could, you know, the other thing I wanted to mention, too, before we get back into Afghanistan is, uh, 
is this this bozo Fauci? Are you folks getting tired of Fauci yet? Um, look, Fauci been all over himself to call the dirty bikers in uh, in South Dakota at their bike rally. He, you know, they were everything. Uh, they were murderers. They're uh, super spreaders but not one word about obama's party we talked about that not one word about lola palooza in chicago folks lola palooza happened in chicago and the mayor was there uh, no problem there no problem having all those people together uh jumping up and down and bouncing off of each other no problem there so i mean folks it's it's time for you to wake up and, and as larry was explaining with the mask folks they even fauci has said numerous times that the mask isn't going to work cloth mask are even worse. I mean, unless you've got a medical big-time N95 mask, then um, you're not doing yourself any good. You're just virtue signaling or or whatever it is you think you're doing. Uh, It ain't saving you from the virus or, or stopping you from spitting it out when you do breathe so but enough about that i want to get back into afghanistan because there's a lot to there's a lot to go through here folks and there's so many things that you need to understand about the ramifications of what's going on in in afghanistan and i've had now i did have a listener point out so let me let me i do like to if i get something wrong i like to get it right so apparently the planes that were landing in kabul are c-17s c-17s all right c-17s and uh so um i do want to and they are (laughs) they're a big plane so uh so I want to want to get that right, and and also I had another listener. Man, the listeners are hot to trot today. I had another listener chime in and uh, say that the the worst person to be in Afghanistan right now is a woman, and that is so true. Oh. That is so true, uh, folks. Look, if you don't know anything about the Taliban, they live by Sharia law, and if you don't know anything about Sharia law, look it up. Do some investigations. Um, Islamic law under Sharia laws is Sharia Islamic law. Uh, women basically don't have a voice. Women aren't allowed to go to school. Women are – they're barely allowed to work. They're not allowed to drive. They're um, – they're lucky if they can leave the house without an escort. Uh, they're forced into marriage. Young women, young girls are forced into marriage. Uh, there are young girls that are forced to be sex slaves for the, for the Taliban fighters. Um, it is a very grotesque thing that they do and very horrible the way they treat women. Uh, this goes on throughout the Middle East, folks. There are other places in the Middle East that live by Sharia law and restrict women. Uh, they also throw gay people off buildings. Buildings. Uh, the, you know, and since I mentioned the fact that they'll throw gay people off buildings and they do this on a daily basis, uh, you know, in Afghanistan, in our embassy, we were fl- the the bozo bureaucrats there were flying the gay flag. One of the problems, and I'm going to get into this discussion with Larry. One of the problems with Afghanistan. Now, look, there were some good things over 20 years. Don't you know? I had somebody, a listener, point out what what is my opinion on going into Afghanistan. Look, when we went into Afghanistan, it was it was a noble cause. We had to defeat terrorists. We could not allow Al Qaeda to go and hide with the Taliban, and the Taliban were giving them refuge. And after they came and killed over twenty five hundred or so Americans on our soil, uh, took over airplanes, used them as missiles. We couldn't allow that to stand. So when George W. Bush sent in our military and said, we're coming to get you, you're a terrorist, we're coming to get you, that was a good thing. And going into Afghanistan and flushing these bozos out and not letting it become a refuge for al-Qaeda was a good thing. Now, once we did that and eradicated, should we have left? I'm one of those that say probably yes. Probably yes. Maybe leave some kind of foundation. Look, folks, we had less military 
in Afghanistan than we have in Spain today. So today in Spain, we have more military uh, people, more of our military is in Spain than was in Afghanistan for the last 10 or so years. So we were keeping the peace, so to speak, in Afghanistan with a very small force. So there's a tactic that can be done, and there's something to be said. There's an argument to be had that, that yeah, maybe we leave a few strategic people and, and, and a quick reaction force to squash any Taliban uprising or anything like that because we could have done it, folks. We have drones. We have so much technology to where, look, for 20 years the Taliban has feared the United States, especially when Donald Trump was president. Um, look, Obama used more drone strikes than Bush and Trump. So he kept the Taliban at bay with drone striking. Uh, and Donald Trump basically told them, I'll annihilate you, and they believed it. Uh, because I think anybody would have believed what Donald Trump would do. Um, so you had 20 years of Afghanistan. Now, look, folks, there were some good things. If you looked before last week, there were malls in Afghanistan. There were restaurants in, in Kabul, at least, in Kabul. There were malls. There were shopping centers. There were, there were places of business. In fact, if you listen to the Taliban people who, are, who have been giving interviews on TV, if you listen to them, then they, they are on – uh, TV saying we are struck, we are in awe at the malls that they found, the civilization that they found, how much modernization has gone on in Kabul. They couldn't believe it themselves. But all that is gone now, folks, and all of that was being held together by a very small force. So, we have a caller. Oh, folks, we got a caller. And this is an unscheduled call. Okay. So hopefully it's not something that's going to get us in trouble. All right. Well, well, hang tight, folks. We're going to bring a caller in. We're going to get – yeah, Larry, if you'll put this on. What's that? Guy's name is Pete. Okay. All right. Awesome. He's a patriot. So hang on, Pete the, the Pete the Patriot. Hang on. We're going to take uh, – all right. Let's go to the phones here, folks. Pete the Patriot, are you there? Oh, hi. Can you hear me? I got you loud and clear. I'm glad. Thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. I, I go. I tend to go by Patriot Pete, but hey, Pete the Patriot. I don't <laughs> mind that either. It, it, you know, it also has my name in there, and also has the important aspect of my personality, which is patriotism. Excellent. Uh, how are you guys doing? We are doing, doing great. Doing great. And I've got my guest Larry, uh, Navy veteran and political guru, sitting next to me. Uh, I've been absent uh, for a month now. <laughs> that's right. Is but that what, Larry Goose? Larry Gauze. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic, Larry. I'm. I have so much I wanted to say. First. First things first. Um, you know, respect to you for serving and protecting. Um, now, the the host. Are you also a veteran? No, I cannot uh, take that claim. I uh, have a military family, um, and I wanted to go Navy, but I had a yeah. heart murmur. Was not. A, I wasn't allowed to. Uh, I wanted to yeah, fly. I, I mean, so I I have so much respect for the military and everybody who served and mm. everyone who served in Afghanistan and and otherwise and who has served. You know, I I I didn't serve myself either but i have so much respect for them that what i'll do sometimes is there's a navy surplus store down by my house and i go in every year and i get myself a new kind of uniform and i'll wear it out especially on a holiday like a memorial day or whatever and i and i just find it's a wonderful experience to sort of feel what it is to be a veteran and to have the people say thank you for your service and they'll sometimes give you a free meal even uh, I'm sure, <laughs> but I would be I would be careful to take the rewards of a veteran that, yeah. that if you haven't served. But um, but I, I but understand. They, but, it, but 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 it's 
I get a lot of stuff for free. So, I mean, it's like, of course, I could turn it down, but then I have to pay for it. <laughs> well, I would I would tell you that's that's not going to uh, set I'm, well I'm with that. I'm going to have to adjust your name. I'm not so patriotic on that one. <laughs> well, well, sorry, that's not patriotic to have so much love for the military that yeah, you but, want but, to pretend like you are part of the military. Uh, I mean, that's, no. I'm not sure if you're familiar. People, when they dress up as their favorite, you know, character from a movie, it's because they love them so much. I, I do. I do want I, you. I, I, I want you to love the military, but yeah. I impersonating you know, or or I, look. I understand what you're saying, and and I, I look. I okay, love. Thank you for your service, and I say you're welcome. You well, know, I, I say you're welcome. But just be careful, Pete. Be careful. Yeah. But but what? Well, I don't have to be careful. That's the thing, because I'm not actually out, and you know, like I don't actually have to go serve. So that's where you'd have to be careful. I'm totally safe. I just put the uniform on and I get the kudos. That's all. But anyways, my po- I like your shirt a lot. It says you can't buy happiness but you can buy ammo. I love that. And I have a question, though. Where's that shirt manufactured? In America? Doubt it. This one is in America, Pete. So I think I know where you're going, Pete, and I'm not... (laughs) We're not going to take up too much of our precious time with this kind of stuff. But look, this shirt was made in America, baby. No, it it's wasn't. A, oh, Show me yeah. the tag. Let Show me, ta- me the tag. I'll, Show you the know, tag on I will, camera. I'll post it online later. Show the camera. It's, it, Show it on camera Pete, right now. Go do, your re- go do your research Garrett and look up. Not. Go look up Grunge shirts. Go Take do your research. Hey. Made in the USA, and you're gone, buddy. You're gone, buddy. So, but anyway, you look, Larry. This happens. We we get these people all the time. But, uh, but yeah. folks, we we have to take calls like that sometimes just to know who we're dealing with. Yeah. But but anybody that sorry. that don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. producer is apologizing. Yeah. No, look, you, you we don't we, impersonate we, the military. No, you don't. You, you just don't. don't. You do not. Not, not after <laughs> you served, you've raised uh-huh. your hand and you sign the ultimate check. The ultimate check. I, and I did it. And a lot of mm-hmm. other folks have right. done it, and a lot of other folks mm-hmm. have died. So a, mm-hmm. a guy I, like that can, can get on the air. I, I, yeah, but we made a mistake by even putting him well, on. Well, we did, why, but we didn't know. My, that's my, why we yeah. don't put people on. <laughs> that's why my, we. You, yeah. you, you got uh, people who imitate their, their special forces. My my brother-in-law served as, as a SEAL team aide, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember he gave me some apparel. And I had gave back. I said, I can't wear it. And he's like, no. So I'm giving it to you. I said, I won't dishonor you. Right. What you do. I mean, I always mm-hmm. would have loved uh, the opportunity to try. Right. To, to be in, in, in that force, whatever, for SEALs, whatever. Don't know if I'd have made it. I think I would have made it. But I didn't get an opportunity. And I certainly won't disrespect them right. by well, wearing look- something. Well, look, folks. We've got we've got David here, who is a Army veteran. We've got Larry, who's a Navy veteran. I've got nephews and uh, that are currently in the military. I've got my uncles, veterans. I mean, just it's in the family. And one thing that 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 they will not tolerate, and and nor will I tolerate on my show. And I know David's not going to tolerate it. Um, you just you don't put on the the uniform and tell somebody you serve because you want a free meal. That's just you wrong. should be paying for veterans' meals. You should be out there, Pete. If you want to call yourself a patriot, if you're still listening, you should be out there paying for any veterans' meal you see, and you should do it happily. You shouldn't be trying to to get a free meal off the blood, sweat, and tears that those veterans paid on your behalf. And so, you know, look, I I'm not going to get angry here because it's not worth it. Um, I just. 
just I hope that he maybe gets enlightened one day. And I'll tell you one thing, Larry. <laughs> I've got some special forces, buddy, and I bet you David does too, that if this guy rolls up on them and they find out he's impersonating, they're not going to be as nice as I am. <laughs> so, so, But uh, anyway, look, folks, I, it's out there. People are out there like that. You, you just got to let them be. Um, and, and folks, don't, don't get angry. Just have discussions and walk away from people like that. But uh, as I learned in martial arts, and of course you'll learn in military code, uh, if they're going to put you in jeopardy or take a swing at you, you end it, and you end it with one or two punches. But that's all I'm going to say because I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to tell anyone to be violent. <laughs> so, I'm allergic to pain. Just saying that right up front. But, but folks, look, you've heard me say before: if you can walk away from people like that, do it. It's not worth it. And uh, you know, look, I'm too old to fight, so I just don't do it. It's, uh, but uh, but I can still run fast. <laughs> so. Yeah, I can't do. That. I got arthritis in both hips. Yeah, I'm not running. So well, that's why we have the Second Amendment, so you don't have to run and you don't have to fight. But uh, but anyway, let's get back into this discussion about look. There are people like that who who voted for Biden, and and look, I understand it. You voted for Biden, you hated Orange Man bad. Orange Man bad hurt your feelings, so you went for a guy who happens to be in de- going in, in mental decline. And this guy's making some boneheaded decisions. And there are people out there that aren't just they're not going to be able to live with the boneheaded decisions that Biden's making. They're not going to be able to stand up and go, "Hey, I'm I'm smart enough and I'm confident enough to know I made a mistake. I should have elected for Biden, elected Biden." And but but there are going to be people like that caller who's not going to be able to do that. They're going to take every attack or everything that we point out. Let me put it this way. Everything that I point out on this show that is a bad thing that the Democrats are doing or, or establishment Republicans are doing or, or that Biden's doing, there are going to be people like that caller who just can't take it, and they're going to look at it as an attack. And I'm not attacking anyone. I, I am just trying to bring a different perspective that maybe people will, will, will hear and go, gosh, let me think about that. Let me think about what, what Victor's saying. Maybe there's something there that I should do some more research. Because, folks, I've told you once and I'll tell you again, if you ally, put your 100% alliance in with, with a political party, then you're doing yourself a disservice. If you're, if you're in with one person even and you think they can do no wrong – then you're doing yourself a disservice. Folks, there's only one man that's walked this earth that probably did no wrong or has done no wrong, and, and he ain't here right now. There is no human on this planet that, that, can go through, that goes through life without doing some kind of sin or some kind of wrong. And there is no perfect person uh, except the man upstairs. And uh, so you just have to understand that and be willing to... to when they when you see a fault in someone you support be willing to talk about it be willing to admit it so all right that's that's enough for my soapbox there folks but i want to get back to afghanistan let's get back to a little bit of what's going on in afghanistan I, before we took the caller i was telling you about you know there are places in kabul now there are shopping centers there's malls there's restaurants there there was a really modern society developing and that was happening because of the presence of the united states military now whether you agree with the military being there or not um what i am just saying is is a lot has happened over 20 years and and it's not all bad. Uh, having a modern society develop in Kabul, Afghanistan, was not a bad thing. And could we have kept that going with very few uh, military presence and and with using drones and stuff? Yeah, we probably could have. I mean, we were doing it for the past ten years. Uh, but now. Because of a rash decision that Biden made, because Biden wanted some kind of symbolism, Biden wouldn't listen to the generals who told him, look, folks, here's what you got to understand. 
right now there are there are two seasons in Afghanistan and right now is the fighting season and coming up pretty soon will be the harvest season and during harvest season Afghanis don't fight you can look at history, folks. During harvest season, the Taliban doesn't fight. They just don't fight. They're too busy harvesting. They've got to have food to eat. But right now is not harvest season. Now is fighting season. Right now is a time in Afghanistan where there's nothing better to do but fight. And that's what the Taliban does. And that's why the Taliban is rolling over. Just rolling over the so-called Afghan military. And, folks, the Afghan military, for those of you who want to blame them like Biden does and the Democrats – How are you going to blame a military that that was trained and told they had the backing of the U.S. and the backing of of other allies? Well, air support. We took the air support away. Thank you, Larry. Thank you. Because that's very true. We had when you are a a, tr- a newly trained military, but you know you have the backing of allies, be it the United States, be it British, be it whoever. But that airstrike, the the Taliban fears any terrorist. You know, the biggest thing they fear is a gunship and a C one thirty gunship, or uh, but, but uh, or an AC one thirty. But we don't have any eyes in the skies to but help. But now them. we don't have it, and we don't have those drones. Now who has the drones? The Taliban, because yeah. the other boneheaded move that Biden made was leaving all the equipment behind. One of the other things uh, that Trump said when he was making his plan for withdrawal is that he wouldn't leave one piece of military artillery or machinery behind. Yeah. He said we either bring it back or we blow it to smithereens. Absolutely. I've never understood when people leave stuff behind like that. Yeah. All we did was give it to the terrorist. Yeah, I blow it up. In fact, Larry, do you know what just happened? The Taliban got in tanks and helicopters and have already flown uh, a helicopter over to Iran. Why do you think that is? Who do you think's over there with the Iranians and the Chinese just waiting to see if we left any technology over there that they don't have that now is going to be in their hands? Um, now, Larry, I want to – we'll pivot a little bit here and get into China's role because you know as well as I do – that China's got to have a role in what – if they don't have a role, they're going they're, to have a they're, role. They're in there now. I guarantee you they're in there now. Yeah. And they're supporting, saying, you know, we're going to help you because they're united against their hatred to the United States. And that unites them. And that what the Taliban doesn't understand is China, when they're done, they'll kill you. They don't. They don't have anything about collateral damage. They just want to, you know, look at what they were doing through the uh, – who was it? The we – who was the ones the uh, – in China, the Muslims that were being just tortured oh, and all that. Well, right. I so mean, in, in China it, now, there's internment so, camps. So, so they're they're united right now in their hatred for this country, and then when China's done, they're they're done with them. But uh, but China won't try and take over. They want the natural resources. They want the raw materials that are apparently are very high in Afghanistan, where the United States was not. It's your materials. They were leaving it alone. I still still think we should have kept some force there because you look at what's going on in South Korea. We got what twenty thousand, twenty plus thousand military there to maintain the peace or anything else. You have to have a deterrent there. You've let people in Germany, several stations there, because even though the war was fought and it's over and there's peace, you still maintain a presence there. And so with us leaving and withdrawing, we still need to maintain a presence there. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, a proponent of going to war. I think how mm-hmm. countries live, let them live how they want, as long as they're not a threat to my country and our allies. And mm-hmm. and, and that's it. Cause what, you know, that, and that's what um, – now the argument you see people making, and I heard two people today tell me, well, we never should have been there. It's not Biden's fault. I'm like going, time out. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it was, but, you know, 
I, well, I agree we should not have been there, but there's a way that when you withdraw with dignity and you keep your head held high and you do it right, and this was not mm-hmm. done that way. It wasn't, Larry, but also remember this. Joe Biden was a senator when Saigon fell. He was a senator who voted for the Iraqi war. He was a senator who voted for the Afghan war. Joe Biden voted for all of this mess. Joe Biden participated in getting us to where we are today. He was was VP when Obama let all those people go, their prisoners go, in in Gitmo. Every prisoner in Gitmo was already screened by the military and intelligence that they need to be in Gitmo. No matter what they say, they're going to lie because that's part of their doctrine. You say whatever you have to to get out. Most people will do that. Even the guilty people will say what they got, say what you want to hear to get out. (laughs) I understand that. I'm not faulting that, but I understand that that's a reality. So you don't listen to them and you let them. You don't let them out. But Obama caused a lot of this as well, and Biden Mm -hmm. was there. Let's not give Camilla a pass because she was Mm -hmm. proud of what Biden did, and she wanted to indicate she was the last Mm -hmm. person in the room, and she fully supported it. And now she's nowhere to be. You know, Larry, I'm glad you mentioned and brought up Guadalcamala Harris because I'm going to start a new segment on the show called Where is Kamala? Because See? she's vanished. Kamala well, has been in hiding, hiding, like hiding Biden. Yeah. It's, you know, and I think hopefully people wake up because I'm having to bite my lip on people that I know that voted for Biden because mm-hmm. they just hated Donald Trump. And we said, I'm, you're, not, you're not marrying the man. He's keeping our country safe. Right. And you need to have a strong leader. And that's what he was doing. And so, um, well, you know, Larry, let's just let's pause a minute for any of you uh, sycophants out there who who whose feelings were hurt so bad you had to get rid of Trump to bring in a guy who is suffering mentally and is in mental decline and a guy that we've already seen make some really boneheaded decisions. But let's look back. They were so upset with their feelings about Trump. But what did Trump do? Look, Trump got Germany to stop buying gas, natural gas from their number one enemy, Russia, and start buying from us. Trump made these countries like Germany start uh, buying into, uh, or I mean paying their fair share, a term that Democrats love to use. They were paying their fair share in NATO because of Trump. He got deals for Israel with with Arab nations or whatever. Never happened before. Think think about the so-called experts, the experts that are running around today trying to cover their you-know-whats about what's going on in Afghanistan. These experts say Donald Trump was out of his mind when he said, we can negotiate without Palestine. And what did we do? We negotiated, and Trump was not out of his mind. All of these experts said that there would be instant war. There wasn't. They said if you move the embassy in, to, Jerusalem. In, to Jerusalem, what would happen? There would be war. That did not happen. Donald Trump was right again. Uh, they, uh, they, they said time after time after time that Trump was going to start wars, and he didn't. We, we were energy independent, and that's what mm-hmm. that's what caved a lot of the peace because they didn't get the money. Exactly. And then what's, a, what's a Biden doing last the week? First he wants thing. OPEC to increase their, so we get more production. Are so you we can buy more. And then get just more money. Unbelievable! Just open so up what we had. That's another good point, right there, Larry. I'm sorry, I got off. Talk. No, it's okay. That's a good point because it'll all come come into the same. Because you look at what Biden did, the fiasco that is Afghanistan, and then you look at what he's doing with OPEC. He is begging the Middle East to pump out more oil. So we have to buy it, giving them more money because he took away our energy independence. Gas is up 50% yeah. since Biden's been in six months. It's and up 50%. Under, under President Trump, again, your feelings may have been hurt, but we were energy independent. We didn't have to rely on the Middle East. We weren't giving the mullahs over there more money. I, Trump I, put a stop to that, and Biden went right back to it. I just renewed my gas um, lock for the next 12 months. And the lowest rate I can get is still 10% higher than it was a year ago. Wow. 
I know, mean, and so it's all going up. Inflation's coming. Not to mention food. I mean, yeah. inflation's here. Just look at what you're paying for things. Uh, but uh, but that's very very true. But but my point is here, folks. You, you and and what Larry is talking about when when you look at what's going on in Afghanistan. It's not just that that Biden is is allowing innocent people to be killed and for a country to go under terrorist control. It's that China, China folks, if you take your ball, your eye off China or eye off the ball in China, um, you're doing it at your own peril. Uh, China is is on the move. They've been on the move. How long is it going to be before they go? And Larry, you probably could speak to this. How long is it before China goes after Taiwan or goes well, that, after Hong they're, Kong? They're already doing games, or whatever. So Ty, Taiwan's uh, going to be a threat to them mm-hmm. it, as far as what China, China wants. That they don't want China, you know. And our southern border being open, China's going to you know because their hatred for this country, mm-hmm. they're going to help the Taliban, of course, relocate people into Mexico yeah. and come across. The, so and then how the people they're flying in, they want to get all these people refugees. Mm-hmm. Afghans coming. You know they're not going to be screened. So not, go ahead. The first country that recognized the Taliban as the government of Afghanistan was China. Communist yeah. China the other day recognized that uh, that Afghan that the, the Taliban is the new government of Afghanistan. Now, folks, if you don't think China is going to fund the Taliban, and and like Larry said, Larry, we already know. That we've had people cross the border. Yeah, that we're not Mexican. We're not Guatemalan. Hundred <laughs> countries of people from people from a hundred different countries yeah. have come across in the last six months. Right, and if you think there aren't some nefarious people in there, um, we're kidding ourselves. We we know we have found Qurans at the border. Yeah, we've found uh, uh, what's a. The, uh, the mats, the prayer well, had, mats. You had, well, you had people from China come across. The and border. we've had absolutely. And and I, and folks, if you don't th- look, Al Qaeda. If there's one thing that terrorists can do, and Al Qaeda proved it, and uh, and it's a tactic that the Democrats use, is they will wait things out. They will wait out conservatives. They will wait out strength. They wait out people like Trump. They wait out strong leadership. They will wait and they will wait and they will wait. The Taliban hasn't been in waiting for 20 years because before that Al-Qaeda was in waiting and they were just waiting for a good time for a weak enough U.S. for them to to strike and they did and that was 9-11. Well, the the whole premise okay, we have one country, one constitution here in the United States and so we have one country, the United States of America. In Afghanistan, you have like four or five different clusters Mm -hmm. and each of them are independent they're not going to unite, and we are going mm-hmm. with the strategy of why can't we just have one document they unite around? And they're not going to. They're different right. cultural back cultures, mm-hmm. and they don't want that. And so you have to have a different strategy. And our State Department is mm-hmm. just idiots on how they try and take things. Right. Well, Larry, you bring up another good point. Um, when you talk about culture, when you look at folks, if if you want to do some really good history digging, which all of you should. Go back and look at Afghanistan has huge history from Alexander the Great all the way to Russia to great the the, the British Empire uh, to to today. Go look and this history, folks. If you know anything about Alexander the Great, the guy was probably the best war planner that was that the planet's ever seen. Uh, but even Alexander the Great ran into a, a desert wall, so to speak, in Afghanistan. Um, 
there are lessons to be learned throughout history. Why didn't our military brass learn them? Because apparently they haven't, or at least Biden didn't want to learn, I guess. But all right, folks, we're going to take another break here. You are listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. We will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schurz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, folks. So, uh, look, we, I, just to, we'll get into a little bit more of this, um, but let me touch on this culture. Larry, you brought up the culture, and 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 folks, I told you before the last break. If you want to do some fascinating reading on Afghanistan, it is truly, truly a historical place. Uh, but start with Alexander the Great. Uh, if you don't know anything about Alexander the Great, pull out your Iron Maiden album and turn on a song called Alexander the Great. That'll be a good start. And Larry, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to listen to it. So, drive home. so one of my favorite bands is Iron Maiden. Uh, I love them, and uh, they they write songs. One thing about Iron Maiden, and they're they're very well educated. Every member of that band, um, and they will write these epic pieces and turn them into songs. And uh, the bass player wrote this whole thing about Alexander the Great, and they basically turned it into a song. So it's a, it's a very cool song. But uh, but if you really want to learn something neat and and do some research, um, fascinating research, just look up Alexander the Great and read about him. Read about what he did. I mean, this man beat the massive Persian army that um, no one ever would have believed that could have happened. Uh, but Alexander the Great did it, and he started this at age twenty. Um, this this guy, uh, it's just it's an amazing story to read. Alexander the Great. It should be taught in schools, and it's probably not. But I'll bet you, Larry, it's being that Alexander the Great is taught in military schools. I, I'm, I'm I'm naive on Alexander the Great, but I'm going to study it when I get home. It's something it, you'll you'll be glad you'll thank I, I, me. I do. I appreciate um, you. Will thank I'm me. learning now. But he uh, but he was he basically conquered everywhere he went. Never Teacher lost. Teacher becomes a student. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Right here live on On Point with Victor. But you know Alexander the Great was somebody who. Uh, like I said, 20 years old, took the reins and uh, decided he wanted to expand his empire, and he did. The guy didn't lose a battle. Uh, the guy, his 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 strategic mind was second to none. And uh, but when he got to Afghanistan, it was a huge wake up call. And then, like I said, you can go on throughout history for the British Empire, what they happened to them in Afghanistan, what happened to Russia in Afghanistan, uh, all the way up to today. Um, you can see what what challenging terrain Afghanistan is, but but as Larry pointed out, there are fractions in or tribes, as if you want to call them, uh, in Afghanistan. There there are very different cultures, and and that brings me to this point, Larry. You and I talked about it off the air. Uh, what is coming out now, folks, and you need to research this, too, because you're probably not going to see it on CNN or MSNBC, but for the last 10, 15 years or so, 
the the we weren't just saying in Afghanistan, "Hey, we're bringing you freedom. We're gonna we're gonna in, enable you to have freedom and liberty, or or we're gonna enable you to to enact a document that you can all rally behind." It wasn't just that, and maybe that would have been a noble cause, but they weren't, folks. We were sending bureaucrats to Afghanistan who were hanging the rainbow flag. They were in there telling Afghanis that men could be boys, that men, I mean, <laughs> men could be women, and that that men could have could get pregnant. This is the your taxpayer money was being spent in Afghanistan over the last 15 or so years trying to convince the Afghanis that, oh, oh, you can't just be free. You have to be neocon liberal free. You have to 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 recognize that men shouldn't be masculine. You need to recognize that men can get pregnant. Uh, You need to be versed on transgender studies. Millions and millions of taxpayer U.S. dollars were being spent over there to require degrees in transgenderism. They were requiring all this, this wokeness to go on in Afghanistan. Folks, look, the people, as Larry mentioned, are very different in Afghanistan. And Larry, tell me. Sure. In Afghanistan, they actually like the pay, 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 patriarchy that is yeah, they, there. They love the patriarchy that they have there. You know, there is a, there is a, there is a, a hierarchy, and there is a mm-hmm. the way that they raise their children, their wives, or anything else, and that's, that's the way it is. And, and now that's... You can't try and change them. Right. It's, a, it's a religious that religious mm-hmm. freedom that they it's have. Religious based, and, and let them heart. live their life. And, and I, I'm I don't agree with certain things, but it's their country. Mm-hmm. Let them live their country the way they right. they have, and just leave it there. Mm-hmm. Now I agree. That's the libertarian in both of us, Larry, coming out. Yeah, these countries around the world should be able to live how they want. We may not agree with it. And look, I I highly disagree with a lot of the way uh, the Islamic people live. Libya uh, was a mistake uh, that brought back right. ISIS. That yeah. we, we yeah. I didn't like Gaddafi. He mm-hmm. was he you know, but he never broke his word to the United States. And Israel was safer because, because he had an agreement. He maintained mm-hmm. that, and we right. had no business going in. So but Obama needed a war. Yep. And, or Hillary and, did. And Hillary needed a war. And the Democrats needed that, uh, just like the establishment Republicans needed a war. And and folks, I look, Larry, I, I might let you go off on this. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> because I think you would agree with me when I tell people that just as we need to throw out Biden and a lot of these Democrats, we need, it is time to throw out Lindsey Graham, Absolutely. Mitch McConnell, yep. Romney, Cassidy, Sass, Collins, uh, Murkowskill. Uh, that's just seven I, that I, I think. Mentioned. I think Murkowski will be voted out because I think Palin is running against her. I think she is going to be gone. I think she's. Yeah. I think she's. I think voted, she's going to be know. gone. And so I think this this may be the wake up call for a lot of people in the, in this in the states to realize that a strong America is a is a strong deterrent mm-hmm. for peace around the world. Absolutely. And when you have all this wokeism, because this Black Lives Matter, all lives matter. I find it interesting that no one from Black Lives Matter is protesting against Afghan Lives Matter signs. Mm-hmm. They're also they're absolutely quiet on that right now. But when you have a strong country, you're a deterrent, when, especially when that country is free. You had people, women there. There was a reporter in C- for CNN, I think. Well, I'm going to say CNN, but I don't, I'm not positive, so we'll back off. But a reporter in, in Afghanistan in Kabul who on Wednesday was wearing a blouse and today on Sunday was, was in a, a full burqa. So that that's 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 a visual thing on how quickly things change there. Right. 
So, but yeah, I'm sorry, I've got no. off topic. But these, <laughs> these, the ones we have, the rhinos, they say what you want to hear to run elections, and they've been mm-hmm. running this country into the ground for the last oh, four decades easily. Four so decades. Reagan was a stop for it. Mm-hmm. Trump was a stop, and they got they they had to take him out. And they they distracted America for four years to, and made up all kinds of things about him. But he was right, and he yeah. was strong, and people liked the fact that he was a strong leader, a very strong leader, and bringing back proud to be an American. Yes, and and the fact that people were offended by putting America first, that's pretty messed up. That's pretty messed up, but I don't get it, Larry. I really don't. I, I, I don't. This is the greatest country ever. 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 And and look, President Trump, again, if you vote because you don't want your feelings hurt, then you're going to get bad results every time. If you vote in a strong leader, then, yeah, you might get your feelings hurt a couple of times, but your but life is going to be better. Strength is a deterrent. Yes, absolutely. And that's what we need to have. Well, even Roosevelt knew that. Yeah. You know, Roosevelt said um, – gosh, what was the saying? I, his quote. Hey, um, you brought him up. I'm off that oh, one. Oh, man. <laughs> I, you know, I've been having Bidenisms lately. I, it's a sad thing, what Biden, the effect of Biden on me. But uh, I, it was something in the effect of um, carry a big stick. Oh, um, Boy, am I going to butcher this? I mean, I'm going to hear about this because I, I, I normally have my quotes down. We'll look it up on a break. But yeah, we'll have to look it up in the next break. But uh, some listeners walk softly, carry a big stick. Speak softly, yeah, but carry a big stick. Thank it. you, Larry. That was no. it. So, uh, but even Roosevelt knew that, and uh, and you know, Roosevelt also knew that hyphenated Americanism would be the downfall of America, or, or part of the downfall. And but look at what's going on now with everything is hyphenated this, hyphenated that. But uh, but but there is truth in it, that, and you can find it in history. Whenever the U.S. has a strong leader and the United States is strong, then the rest of the world what, is lifted. What's happened now, though, we're going to suffer for decades because mm-hmm. the intel that you get, the best source of in- intel is called human, in, mm-hmm. uh, which is human intelligence. Human intelligence. People on the ground giving you intelligence. And now you're not going to have anyone in Afghanistan Mm -hmm. or anyone in the Middle East want to provide you with that intelligence because they know it's a waiting game Mm -hmm. and it's just one election before everything goes to hell. What Biden has... You're right. No, it's okay. It's internet radio. You saw saw with uh, Obama (laughs) and that they didn't have any secure with the... um, Websites and all these people we had who were giving intel to the United States about China, mm-hmm. they got all those names, and those people are all of a sudden gone. Yeah. So we're not we don't have human intelligence well, in China. What's going on? Well, look at. So, I, I mean, there's 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 so much truth to that, Larry. Because what Biden has done and what the what, United States has done now with with these bureaucrats is show the rest of the world you it, can't count on us. It took two decades to overcome the stuff that Clinton did, mm-hmm. and how we lost a lot of human intelligence because Clinton. Turned his back on him. Yeah, and turn around, and so now you get him built up. Trump's building back up, and now they realize four years later Biden's in office, mm-hmm. and now they're being hunted down. Right. So it's going to be three decades before and, we get that type of resource. Yeah, and what, what what listeners, folks, what you've got to understand is what's going on right now is you've got the Taliban searching for anyone who they perceived helped the United States, and they're killing them. There are there are people here in the this Afghani's in this country already that came back. Uh, because they were allowed to come here because they helped the United States. Uh, their families are being hunted down and captured. And the Taliban is saying, if you don't come back to Afghanistan, we're going to kill your family. Um, so it's awful what's going on. And these, so all this human intelligence that Larry is talking about, which is the best intelligence you can get, it's the whole reason we have a CIA is to, and, and other things, is to gain human intelligence. These people aren't going to trust us anymore. No. They're just – and again, it's a waiting game. And the Taliban has proved – so did al-Qaeda and other terrorists. They are perfectly willing to wait. 
Yeah. So we, we've uh, lost a lot. It's going to take decades to recover from this. Yeah, you know, it's sad because this this debacle that Biden is doing, not only messing up the, the our domestic, you know, the United States, but, but screwing our allies. You know, our allies are running around today going, holy crap, we didn't know this was going to happen. We didn't know you were going to bail on Afghanistan. We didn't know you were going to well, do this. we bailed this. on theirs because you got British and, people. Now, yep. a lot of the allies that we had there in Afghanistan, they didn't actually go fight. They were there, so they were no. a part of it. But they weren't actually in the. They were there in the, were in the, in the fight a, on a bureau, now, bureaucracy. Yeah, but they're but now they're yeah. still hung out to dry. Yes, in fact, Larry, there is a British ambassador who's on the ground right now in Kabul at the airport, and he said, "I will not leave until I help every last." person who deserves a visa everyone who helped us i'm not going to leave until i get them out and he said even if it brings him death now you want to know where the american ambassador is he's already hightailed it out of there so the biden appointed ambassador hightailed it out of there he grabbed the flag he grabbed the flag and he probably grabbed the the gay flag Uh, i shouldn't say that the rainbow flag first well the president Uh, of afghanistan booted out there with cash they don't know yeah. where he's at. Yeah, well, he is gone. He's got, he's got he, millions and millions, maybe yeah. billions of dollars in cash. He, he took all that taxpayer dollars he could. Yep. Our Every, taxpayer, he, he not Afghanis. He, he flew it by hell. He, he shipped yeah. it. I think they said he shipped he several shipped, containers yeah. of that. And then whatever he couldn't ship, he carried with him in the helicopter. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that helicopter was probably at mass capacity with two people in it and yep. bags of money. Yep. Uh, tax, American taxpayer dollars, folks. And this is what you get. And this – you. You guys, so many of you were so mad when Donald Trump said, wait a minute, we got to put a stop. We're not going to blindly give money to these countries anymore. Yeah. But you guys got your feelings hurt and had to put in Dementia Joe. And now, in the footsteps of Obama, if you remember, Obama put pallets of cash on the runways of Iran. $150 billion. Pallets of cash. And now... There's cash flowing to all these countries that hate us. And now Biden just turned his back, and now the terrorists are going to own Afghanistan. Folks, where is this going to lead? It's not going to bode well for us. Now, if you're in a red state, you've probably got longer to to uh, be secure. But if you're in a blue state, where do you think the terrorists are going to strike next? Where do you think, as Larry mentioned, these terrorists are going to come across the border? We know some of them have already. China is going to fund them so they can get here. And then they're going to come into this country. And they've got the country now. They've got the resources in Afghanistan. And China, and I look, folks, Afghanistan is rich with minerals. And who do you think is going to be running those, owning those minerals? China, communist China. Who do you think is going to be making your precious battery and charging you whatever they want for to uh, put in your electric car? Communist China. Who's going to make those precious solar panels and the windmills that you're going to have to depend on if you're in California? Communist China. You see where this is going, folks. I, you've got to start waking up. But these terrorists are going to plan of attack. They're going to have the funding now, and they're going to come into the U.S. They're going to come across an open border. Where do you think they're going to strike? You think they're going to go to a mall in Georgia? You think they're going to go to South Dakota, North Dakota, or Oklahoma, or Florida, or Texas, where behind every blade of grass is a citizen with a gun? They're not going to go there, folks. They're going to find a blue state. And they're going to go kill a lot of people. They're going to be in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And that's probably one of the first places, Larry. Because they're protected. Exactly. So you heard that here from Larry. Uh, Because, Larry, you're right. Minneapolis, where else could they go and be and be protected? They can hide among the group. They, and they will, and, they, and, and they're probably already doing it. Yeah. Now, folks, look, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But, folks, 
Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I hate to say it, but I'm probably not going to be wrong. But all right, folks, that's all we have time for. Thank you, Larry, for being you. here. No problem. Uh, folks, you guys have a good week and uh, keep your heads up. We're going to get through this. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.